Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Body by Patrick podcast. I am super, super excited for today's conversation. I have here with me on the show Miss, oh, is it Mrs. Mrs. Jasmine Brown. How are you, uh, Jasmine? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on your show. You are so welcome. We are excited to have you. Uh, so for those of you who are curious, today's conversation is going to center around how Jasmine lost 60 pounds in a two-year span period, 60 pounds. So how she got started and how she is where she's at today, okay? So, so Jasmine, uh, before we get rolling, I just want to find out, before we tell people how you lost the 60 pounds, uh, let's talk about why and what triggered the whole journey in the first place. Sure. Um, so in December 2013, um, I decided to make this huge change that would completely impact my entire life. I stepped on the scale, which I hadn't done in a very long time, um, but in that moment, I really felt like my body wasn't feeling right. I was always tired. I felt really sick all the time. So I decided to step on the scale and I was 194 pounds, and that really woke me up, and it motivated me to take control of my life. Wow. Now, when you say yeah. you weigh 194 pounds, now, 194 pounds on somebody who is uh, six foot tall might be okay. So how tall are you? I am five foot five. Okay, five, okay, that, oh, wow. So 194 pounds on five foot five. Five foot mm-hmm. five is definitely not ideal, right? Right. Okay, exactly. so now here's the question. Here's the question, though. What made you that day to want to step on this scale? So leading up to that, I was kind of in this mindset of, well, you know, well, I'm, I weigh a lot heavier than I ever have in my entire life. Um, and it was a year after I graduated college. So from 2012 up until that point, I had really packed on a lot of weight, and that came from just living on my own for the first time, not cooking dinner for myself, and just really eating out all of the time. And at that point, I was like, enough is enough. I need to see where I'm at because I can't continue to live like this. Okay. So you say you graduated from, you, you gained a lot of the weight while in college or after college? After college. Okay, and you graduated so from college. So I started to gain my senior year of college is when I started to pick up a lot more weight um, just from stress, trying to graduate. And then after that, when I got my first job, it just completely, just everything in my health and fitness just completely fell off. Um, so that's where I ended up. Wow. So what year yeah. were you? What, what year was that, your senior year in college? What year was that? 2012. Oh, okay, 2012. So, so between mm-hmm. 2012 and 2013, how many pounds mm-hmm. would you say you gained? I'm actually not sure because I know um, before um, that I hadn't really even tracked my weight. It wasn't something that I even had thought about. I knew I was probably around maybe like 150-ish, but then stepping on that scale, I realized I was much heavier. Wow. Sometimes we yeah. all think... Uh, we, we, don't, we all think uh, things are not as bad as they are until we have an awakening mm-hmm. like you did. <laughs> right. So, right. So, so, tell, so tell us about that moment. You stepped on the scale, you're 194, uh, which is about 40 pounds heavier than you thought you were. What kind mm-hmm. of feelings went through your mind? 
I cried. I'm not going to lie. I, I cried. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is not me. In high school, I was very active. Um, I ran track. I, I danced. Um, and seeing that and looking at myself in the mirror for the first time was just a lot, right? Um, I had heard it from my family who really cared about me. It was never something that was, you know, in a negative manner. It was like they saw it, but I didn't see it. So in that moment, I finally saw what they had been trying to tell me, and it was just very overwhelming. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, wow. So that, yeah. was a defining, that was a defining moment for you. Yes, very much so. So after you cried, <laughs> after you cried. So yes, I'm very sensitive. <laughs> and that's okay. You let it all out. That is totally fine. Yep, yep. Uh, so after you cried and you, you know, wiped the tears off your face, so mm-hmm. how, did you, how did you get started? How did you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to turn this around? So I, like I said before, I ran track in high school. So I began running um, on the treadmill at my apartment gym, and I started running outside. But I really had no direction. So I joined Gold's Gym at the time, and I started just using the machines there, doing the exercises that I remember doing when I was more active. Um, And I still felt like I really wasn't sure of what I was doing. So I got a journal, which is such a powerful tool. Um, And I started writing down the meals that I was taking in, and I was looking at different articles. Pinterest was my best friend. Um, Instagram at the time was a new um, app, and a lot of people were uploading fitness content, and I would track through Instagram. And eventually I started finding more information on YouTube um, and different um, fitness bloggers that would blog their meals, their workouts, and that really helped me to find a direction for where I was trying to go. Because at the time, um, I didn't have the extra money to, you know, have a personal trainer or to have a nutritionist, so I kind of just had to guide myself through this, Um, and I'm so happy that I did just because I didn't rely on somebody else to really help me to move forward. It was really all on me. Um, so that's something that I'm very proud of myself for. Well, good job. Well, I mean, look, listen, you talked about, uh, you know, finding people online that uh, were uploading videos. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I kind of really met you. I'm not sure if you remember. It was at Oh, Gold's I remember. Gym. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> you remember. Okay. Yes. It was at Gold's Gym. And uh, I was watching you because, you know, I'm a trainer there, or I was a trainer there, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm always observing people, members, when they're tra- while they're training, uh, while mm-hmm. I'm training my own client. And I noticed over time that you, you were really focused on what you were doing, and mm-hmm. uh, you really had a pretty good sense of technique and form and proper exercise. And I remember mm-hmm. going up to you and saying, oh, do you have a – an Instagram or something like that. And you said, no. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And then I said to you, hey, you should uh, start uploading videos. And the next Mm -hmm. thing I know, you uploaded a thousand videos on Instagram. Yep. And you know what? That day, that day um, was because of you. Really? And I remember, yes, it was because that you were the last point because a year before that, 
I had started thinking, you know, I really want to start sharing what I'm doing. I, you know, I have my own footing. I know what I'm doing. And I really want to share that because I didn't have that. I didn't have anybody to really put out that information that I knew, right? So I wanted to be that for somebody. Um, and then in July, um, unfortunately, my father passed away. And um, in that moment, it's very is a turning point that, you know, life is short. And I need to start living my passion. I need to start doing things that make me happy. And that day when you talked to me, it just solidified everything. It was like, you know what, this is a sign. I need to start today. So I went home and I started. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. I had I had no idea. That was mm-hmm. a, oh, wow. It's so amazing thank how you. God works, huh? Thank you. <laughs> you are yes. so welcome, Jasmine. You are so welcome. I mean, you know, I always like to give credit where credit is due. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I just noticed that you were doing something that was awesome that other people could benefit from. And, uh, again, you know, I've been following you, following you online. I see the things you post. I can tell that you have a, you have a heart for wanting to help people. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why I wanted you on the podcast episode to share your, your journey and how and possibly inspire somebody else also. Okay? And that means so much. It really does. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, so let's talk about uh, now you've decided to make a change. So you, start, you went out and started doing the things that you were doing back when you were an athlete in, in high school. So mm-hmm. what, so and you started using a journal. So what else did you then add to your repertoire, if you will, to help you achieve your goal? So to help me to achieve um, everything that I'm doing really just came um, from a lot of different articles that I read. I'm a very um, I'm a very focused person when it comes to trying to do things that I want to do and finding that information for myself um, and really just relying on myself to help myself to move forward. If that will if that makes sense. So I continue to watch different vloggers on YouTube um, and seeing just how they would live their life day to day. And it wasn't really a set time frame for them. It was really a lifestyle. So really just implementing my journals and writing and just continuing to go to the gym and trying to get better every single day is something that um, I've really added in if I can try and just push myself to do one more set or one more rep with a higher weight. That's something that keeps me really focused for myself to trying to get better. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So it wasn't like you, you, did, it wasn't like you set a goal when you mm-hmm. started to say, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds by X date. Right. Ah, okay. so you, right. you took the lifestyle change approach. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what this has always been, you know, at first. And I was looking back through my journals, um, which I'm so thankful that I have. I have, like, three journals now that I've just, like, written through. So I went back to the first one, and that was my mentality at first. And I feel like that's a lot of people's mentality um, is that when they first start wanting to lose weight, it's like, well, you know, I want to lose weight in five months or six months. And I had looked back, and I really thought that I was going to lose 50 pounds in three months. And it's just, it, you know, it really just woke me up to, to think, you know, it takes longer than that. 
Um, and if I really want to not only lose the weight, how am I going to sustain myself when I actually get to my goal weight? So it's not really about a week, weeks or in months. It's really thinking about it as your life. Um, this is my life. This is my lifestyle. This is what I'm doing day in and day out for myself so that I can actually maintain. Um, and I think that that's a thought that doesn't really get thought about when people start their journey is that, you know, you really need to think about, well, what are you going to do after you lose the weight? You know, are you just going to go back to what you were doing before? How are you going to maintain this for the rest of your life? Wow. I definitely, okay. I mean, that's definitely in alignment with the things that I try to uh, impress upon my personal training clients, having uh -huh. a long view approach to losing weight. Because like you said, you can lose 100 pounds in, I don't know, one day. <laughs> I mean, that's a little right. extreme. But then the question becomes, how do you keep it up? And, right. and that's the biggest. And trying to keep it up is sometimes, well, not sometimes, even harder then losing the weight, especially if you don't approach it from a lifestyle change point of view like you have, okay? Exactly, um, So exactly. that's absolutely, that's absolutely, absolutely awesome, Jasmine. So now let's talk about when you started to lose weight. So did you say to yourself, because you also mentioned that, you know, family members have been telling you, you know, in a nice, caring way, hey, Jasmine, mm -hmm. you know, you're putting on some weight. So when you started mm -hmm. your, your transformation journey, were you trying to do it for them, or did you say to yourself right away, this is for me? So when I first started, it was always for me. Um, and I knew just because my parents are so caring, and every single thing that they've ever told me growing up was always for my benefit to help me to be a better person. So I knew coming, it coming from them, it was more for myself and how to be better for me. So that's how my mindset always was for myself. It was never to fit in with a certain group of people. It was never to impress somebody else. It was always to help myself to become better. So that's, that's where my mindset was. Wow, fantastic. I, t I tell you, you're definitely uh, ahead of the curve when it comes to that approach because <laughs> most people <laughs> – most people are not like that. And I know this because, again, I've been in the fitness industry for over 15 years now. Mm -hmm. So I know how a lot of people think when it comes to uh, the approach to trying to lose weight. Okay, so, right. now, so now let's talk about strategy. So you mentioned that, you know, you started running right away. At what mm -hmm. point did you add weightlifting? And at what point did you start changing your eating habits? So when um, – I'll start with my eating habits first. Um, I, like I said, I researched a ton um, on exactly what to eat and how much of it to eat. And there is this mentality of, oh, well, to lose weight in a certain amount, I need to drink just shakes or I need to be on this low-calorie diet to see effects. And that's not where I want it to be because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable to drink smoothies every day um, just because if you are doing that every single day, there's going to be a time of where it's like, I really want whole foods or I really want to eat this pizza. And then when you get that food, it's just going to be an overeating pattern. So how can I establish my eating habits to where I'm still eating enough to feel good 
but then also able to have pizza if I wanted or to go out to eat with my friends and get a drink if I want to. And with my eating habits, what I really found that was very helpful was meal prepping and including lean proteins, um, whole food carbs, and healthy fats. And that came with a lot of time. It's not something that I found in a week and I started doing right away. Um, just because looking back at all of my journals, I knew I needed to be eating fruits and lean chicken and lean ground turkey. Those are things that I knew. But I wasn't always sure of how much of it that I should be eating um, until I found um, how to track properly and how to track my macronutrients. Um, and with that, really helped me to align to my goals to see how much I should be intaking and then tracking within that certain amount of calories to help myself to get to that goal. And again, there's a lot of different mentalities out with tracking macros. And tracking macros for me just helps me to stay within my goals to help me get to get to where I want to be. But it also doesn't hinder me wanting to go out and have pizza if I want to, because if I'm going to eat pizza, I am not going to feel bad about it. And right. I feel like <laughs> you, you shouldn't feel bad about wanting to eat the things that you want to eat, because over the week span, you're still continuously eating the foods that you've prepped that will align you to get to your goals. Um, and that's something that was a challenge for me, is that a lot of people would say, oh, you still eat burgers? Oh, you still drink alcohol? Of course I still do those things because I'm able to prep my foods with healthy proteins, healthy carbs, and healthy fats throughout the week. And the majority of the time, that's how I'm eating. But for the few drips and drops in there, I can still enjoy myself. Um, and I feel like that that took a long time for me to get to and for me to be okay with. So how long would you say that took you? Because, again, going back to the mentality of most people, uh, when mm-hmm. they decide they want to lose weight, they want to do it practically overnight, okay? Right. Uh, but what you're saying is it, it's a journey, it's a process, because you did not get to where you are overnight, so you're not going to try to lose the weight overnight. So mm-hmm. how long did it take you to get to the place that you were comfortable with your meal prepping skills that you could stay within your macros? Mm-hmm. So funny thing is that I've been working out and tracking and getting within this healthy lifestyle since 2013. And now we're at 2019. And I just found this true balance in 2018. So if you think about that, that's five years. That took me five years to really get to a point of where I can actually have true balance and be okay with it myself. Because the issue is it's not really um, something that was in myself. Then it really started to come with things that were happening outside of myself, Um, people that were um, not on the same journey as me or people that didn't understand nutrition and how to work out um, and this whole fitness lifestyle, right? So when you are in a set or a, um, an event of where there's people that aren't as educated about fitness and nutrition and how to sustain, um, it can get a little bit um, internally 
where you're starting to second-guess yourself and thinking, oh, well, you know, maybe I'm doing something wrong or this isn't right. Maybe I shouldn't be eating fries. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Um, maybe I should just be staying at home and not going out. Um, and that was a back and forth for me for five years that I would say no to things just because I didn't want to be put in a situation of where I ordered something that wasn't on the menu because I knew people were going to make comments about it. So prime example um, was um, if I would go to a restaurant and there was something on the menu that I just, I just couldn't have, I would simply ask, you know, can I order something um, like chicken, broccoli, and, uh, you know, a sweet potato, and can you just bring it out like that? I would order it in items. Um, and there would be comments of, oh, why would you order that? Why are you getting this? And with those kind of comments, if you get them enough, it starts to make you think, well, maybe what I'm doing isn't right. So with that battle going back and forth for five years um, was definitely challenging for me. Wow. So mm -hmm. speaking, of, speaking of, you know, uh, relationships, uh, mm -hmm. I know because I, too, have gone through my own uh, battle with trying to lose weight, maintain weight, and so on and so forth. And I know that once you make a change, a radical change like you did, to mm -hmm. decide that enough is enough, you're going to take care, take care of yourself, life is too short, once and for all, um, sometimes affect the relationships with people in your life, right? Mm -hmm. So can you talk about briefly... Uh, once you decide to make that change, how your friendships change, for example. The people you used to hang around with, did they all of a sudden just stop hanging out with you? Like what happened? Mm -hmm. I think, um, so my friendships that I had then are still friends that I have now. And I think it really came with understanding growth. And that's something that I truly believe in um, as I'm moving through this journey is you know, continuing to build my self-confidence within my choices and making sure that what I'm choosing to do for me is not impacted by anybody else's journey, right? So if I'm, if I'm on this journey of trying to better myself or aligning foods that help me to meet my goals, that's what that is. Those are my goals. Those aren't anybody else's goals but mine. And really taking the time to separate what I'm doing from what everybody else may want to do or just isn't interested in doing. And that's okay. Um, I didn't want to lose my friendships just because I made this choice. Um, and I think over time as I started to um, gain more knowledge about this lifestyle and understanding that it's for me and not for anybody else, I was really able to have confidence within myself to order something that wasn't on the menu and be able to speak um, with conviction that this is for me. And if you don't understand that, that's fine. But it's really not about you. It's about what I want to do for my life. Um, and again, as the years went on, this is who I am. All of my friends know, oh, Jasmine, you know, she's, she's going to go out. She's not really going to just order whatever's there. She's going to order with intention because this is her lifestyle. And um, I think as time goes on, um, if the people that you're surrounding yourself around, if they're not supporting you 
through that, then they're not really going to be people that you want to be around anyway and to separate yourself then. But if they are continuing to support you and to love you for what you're going through and trying to get there, then, you know, surround yourself around those people. Wow, that's awesome. Those are definitely, I mean, you, you had a lot of uh, nuggets in there that's just, <laughs> I mean, that's just mind-blowing. I mean, uh, it, I mean, it sounds like you've definitely, and, I don't, and that's what I really like about your story, Jasmine, is that, you know, it, it, it shows that it's been a journey. There's been an evolution, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, from that moment back in 2012 or 2013 when you stepped on the scale to now, it seems mm-hmm. like you've evolved over time because it's been oh, a journey. definitely. Yeah, you've gotten a chance to learn a lot about yourself and, you know, enhance your mentality and um, emotional well-being. So to make mm-hmm. you a, a more stronger person today, which is absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Okay, so let's talk about um, your weightlifting. Okay, so okay. how did you, I know you said you did a lot of research, like how did you figure mm-hmm. out what kind of exercises to do and which ones are most effective for helping you get from where you are to where you want to go? So with my um, weightlifting, when I first started in the gym, all I knew was running. Um, I knew that if I were to run, I would see the things that I needed. If I were to stretch, I would be able to keep and keep up with maintaining that. But um, I started to venture into the weights, and I would just kind of observe. I'm just like you. I'm very observant. Um, and I would just, you know, kind of see what other people were doing um, and how they were doing it. And the thing that I just loved about gold is that you have these amazing personal trainers that will see – you know, hey, do you need help or do you have a question? So there was a lot of trainers along my journey that I could just talk to and ask questions. And um, there was one trainer that I came, um, we crossed paths at the very beginning of my journey, who really said, you know, you can be doing cardio, but you really need to implement uh, weight training because that's where you're going to see a lot more growth in in your body um, and really building muscle is what you want to be trying to get towards. And you can, you know, weight training and cardio really go hand in hand because when you are weight training, you're essentially getting in cardio too because there's been some weight training sessions of where I have been like a sweaty mess. And, and, you know, so you don't just have to be on a treadmill or on the Stairmaster to get a good sweat in. You can be weightlifting and still get that same um, effect. So with that, um, with the different exercises that I have always used, was something that, again, I saw from through researching. Bodybuilding.com was very helpful for me. Um, and then some different um, videos of full-on workouts that I would just take into the gym with me and try out. And then as the years went on, I started to see some different workouts that really worked best for me. So if there's a workout that you've seen that you try that just is uncomfortable for you, it doesn't work for you, don't keep doing that exercise. You can still hit the same muscles with a different variation of a different workout um, or a different exercise and still hit that same muscle. Um, So that's really what I've been exploring with over the past um, years that I've been weight training. Um, So that's 
where I'm at with that. Um, is there anything else that I didn't hit it on or something else that you wanted to dive into? Well, are there, okay, so I like, I like, it seems like the thing I've seen, I seem to be noticing about you, Jasmine, is that you, you're very good at, about doing research, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you're also very good about taking all the information and then customizing it to you. So okay. you're, not, you're not about just doing a bunch of different things because someone else is doing it. It's about mm-hmm. does it feel good for you? Mm-hmm. So I really like that approach in the sense that, okay, like you said, if you don't like, for example, doing squats, well, don't right. do squats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> find, mm-hmm. something else to, find something else to do because sometimes people get stuck in this whole mindset of, okay, I have to do it this way because I see somebody else doing it this way even though mm-hmm. I hate doing it that way, right? Right, right, exactly. I think the one workout that I can really pinpoint for myself um, are good mornings. Um, they target your hamstrings. And it is a very good workout, but it doesn't feel comfortable for me. So it's not something that I'm going to incorporate into my workouts because it's just uncomfortable for me. Um, And so instead of doing that, I'll just do, um, you know, Romanian deadlifts because it's still targeting the same muscle. Um, And I'll do other exercises that aren't going to be uncomfortable for me so that I'm still enjoying what I'm doing. Because if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're not going to do it. And that's the entire point of working out. You want to do things that you love for yourself um, that will make you want to keep doing it so that you continue to get better and you continue to grow in your journey. Wow, that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk, about, let's talk about, you know, how did your body change over time once, once you include a weightlifting. So you say we're doing almost exclusively cardio before, and then mm-hmm. later on, at the suggestion of that trainer you came across, started doing weightlifting. So how would you say your body has changed over time um, after you added weightlifting? So um, over time, I started to notice that I was more defined Um, And my shoulders, my legs were defined. They were strong. Um, I started to see that my waist was coming in a little bit tighter um, and that I was really able to see um, this overall physique goal that I had wanted from the very beginning all by incorporating weights. But the thing with that is I can be training for hours in the gym, but if my nutrition is not right, I'm not going to see that. So what comes hand in hand is really making sure that you have a strong nutrition plan and a strong workout plan and really merging those two together to keep you on track and to get to where you want to be. And something else that I noticed after training um, and getting into more heavier sets and really um, and really trusting that process of intaking more um, calories really helped me to build my strength, um, to build my overall muscle structure so that when I started to wanting to cut some calories and lean down a little bit, I could really see that muscle definition that I had been working so hard for. Um, So I think really what training is, is really going in with a plan and going in with intention. So my goal um, over the last year was to really start to see more definition 
and my hamstrings and my glutes because I wasn't really seeing that progress that I really wanted to see. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start intaking more calories. Um, and those calories weren't just any, any, other, any old food. It was really intaking more um, nutrient-dense um, foods to really help to fuel my workouts so that I could feel strong, I could get in my heavier sets through all, for about a year. Um, and now where I'm at currently is starting to really um, lean down a little bit, and I can really see that definition that I had been looking for for years. So, wow. Um, yeah. Wow, that's, that's impressive. And you what's, all- very, um, what's very interesting is that all of this started with the scale, right? I don't weigh myself that often just because that- I really take in, I, I really take in um, progress photos and seeing the progress through each picture has really helped me because I'll step on the, on the scale and it'll, you know, be a higher weight, but then I'm still, you know, I'm leaner than I was at that weight when I wasn't lifting weights. Wow. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Jasmine, because um, a lot of people, especially women, uh, get, you know, uh, let me say, how, how should I put this? They almost... Uh, become uh, what the word I'm looking Fix, for tied to the scale. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, let me they see get, if I can. You know, what is he trying? Yeah, uh, fixated on the weight, right? On the weight. Exactly. The they're fix, they're yes. fixated on the on the weight on the scale, yep. and they're checking the body with every two seconds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the fact that you mentioned that though it was. The scale was something that woke you up and was the impetus for your journey. Uh, it's not something that, since you've evolved in your training, it's not something that you use really anymore to measure progress. Right. And then right. you measure taking pictures. And uh, because the thing is, what a lot of people don't understand is muscle weighs more than fat. Exactly. So, exactly. So you can weigh more but look totally different exactly. than when you first started that journey. So thank you for mentioning that. Uh, of course. Let's go back to let's go back to when you started going to the gym to lift weight. I know something that a lot of women, especially, struggle with is feeling intimidated. Okay, mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. you started lifting weight, and especially at a place like Gold's Gym, there are a lot of men in that whole mm-hmm. weight, in that whole lifting weight area. How did you did you? Okay, first of all, did you were you intimidated? And if you were, how did you overcome that? So it wasn't. I guess I was a little bit intimidated just because there were so many pro lifters in the weight section. And, you know, what if I'm doing something that is completely off? Like, are they judging me? And what I started to realize is they are not worried about me. They are worried about themselves. They are worried about being the best that they can be. And and being in the weight area and starting to meet people that were um, lifting weights and really starting to have conversations with them, they are the nicest people that I've ever met. Um, they'll talk to you, oh, you were doing this, try this, um, because they know that weight training is no joke. It really is a craft that you are continuing to work on to get better. There are so many different ways that you can be holding the dumbbells or your barbell to target different areas in the muscle. 
um, that can really just take your weightlifting to the next level. And once I realized that, I really let that go a little bit, and I really started to just focus on myself. Um, And that's so important to remember is that, you know, one of the places where you need to be a little bit selfish is in the gym. It's okay to be a little bit selfish because you are trying to get better for yourself. So as soon as I realized that, you know, I'm not worried about anybody else in here. I am focused on getting better than I was yesterday because where they're at, is a completely different stage of their journey than where I'm at. So I can't compare what they're doing to where I'm at. Um, And that's true for the weights. I can see people packing on weights to do their squats, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish that I could squat that much. But I don't know how many struggles they went through to actually get to that point. Um, And that's where realizing that for myself really helped me to be okay with, you know, I'm not as strong in this certain um, exercise. I need to go a little bit lighter on weight so that I can, one, get my form right. Um, If your form's not right, um, trying to pack on weight is very dangerous. It's not worth it. Um, So it's it's just not. Um, So... Wow, that's I'm definitely sorry, a lot say? of good. Huh? No, I was gonna say well, those are definitely a lot of good tips because I always tell people uh, to try. To, I tell people the fastest way they can hurt themselves in the gym is trying to compare themselves mm-hmm. with somebody else. Okay, mm-hmm. and you just put it very eloquently that you know you don't know what struggles that person has gone through to get to where they are. So right. you're trying to. Uh, uh, compare yourself to the, pers- the other person trying to do what they're doing might not be in your best interest, okay? Exactly, exactly. So let's talk about nowadays. Um, how many days a week do you work out, and, you know, how much time do you spend in the gym each time you work out? So it really is um, based on my focus. So it changes based on what I'm trying to accomplish for that for that set time frame, whether it be a year or, you know, six months or whatever it is. So currently um, what I'm working on is trying to cut down a little bit and lean down. Um, And then before that I was working on building strength um, and trying to get to a point of where I could um, lift heavier weights. So when I'm trying to focus on um, maintaining or trying to get stronger, my focus is really getting into the gym four to five times a week, um, really sticking towards more four times a week and um, not incorporating as much cardio but still getting in cardio um, just because a lot of people will match cardio with losing weight. And it's not so much about losing weight. I really focus on cardio for just an overall healthy um, body and really for my heart health just to get my blood going, my body pumping. Um, so I still always include that. And then for this phase that I'm in right now, I'm starting to cut back a little bit, leaning down a little bit. Um, I'm getting to the gym five to six days a week, and I'm incorporating more cardio so that I can really get to that physique that I'm looking for for right now. Um, and with that, my cardio will be, um, you know, 20 minutes, or I'll be incorporating, you know, high-intensity interval training or low-intensity steady-state cardio um, just to balance that out for myself. 
Um, and what I'll like to do with my my days and my time um, is to really have a plan before I go into the gym. And I like to think about my days um, just like that. So I don't really say, like, Monday I'm doing this, Tuesday I'm doing this. It's really day one I'll do this, day two I'll do this. Um, so just to get a little bit more specific in that, I'll organize it where it's day one I'm targeting my hamstrings and my glutes. Um, day two I'll target my back, my biceps, and I'll hit my abs. Day three, I go back to legs, and I like to skip a day in between legs or in between upper body just to give that muscle group rest. Um, and then um, on that day three for legs, is more of a quad-focused day. Um, and then day four, I'll hit my shoulders, do more abs. And then day five, I just started back incorporating chest. <laughs> yes, I'm so proud of myself because I wasn't training chest for a long time, and I'm happy I'm back to doing that. So um, that's where I'm at currently. And um, I've really started to incorporate more HIT training of where one of my shoulder days will be a HIT session of where I'm doing full body um, movements as well as hitting my chest. Um, and then there'll be days of where I'm doing low intensity steady state cardio on the Stairmaster. So it's just a balance of in between. And then always making sure that I plan out rest days of where I'm completely out of the gym, not working out just so I can let my, my body recover. So that's where my uh, current split is. Wow, that's a lot of really good information. You, it definitely sounds like you have a pretty scientific approach to your training. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not very random. I love how you mm -hmm. plan out each day, just like your meal prepping. Right, mm -hmm. you said that uh, to be able to take better control of your eating, you have to meal prep. So it sounds like mm -hmm. you definitely weight prep, if you will. Mm -hmm. If you will. Yes. Now, <laughs> so now let's talk about your life situation right now, because somebody might be listening and say, "Okay, that's all great, Jasmine. The reason mm -hmm. why you're able to do all this is because you know um, you don't have a job, you have all this time mm -hmm. to go work out, and so mm -hmm. on and so forth." So. Would you mind sharing what your current life situation is right now as much as you are comfortable sharing to give people an idea of how you're able to strike a balance between, you know, your life and the gym? So I do work full-time. Um, it's a full day of work um, of where I'm not at home. I don't work at home, it's, um, and I'm working full-time. Um, and for me, with that is, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people nowadays through social media, um, you know, where they are able to work from home, you know, we get this mentality of, oh, it's easy for them, you know, they, they work from home, they can do what they want when they want. That's not always the case. For me, I'm a full-time worker, and I have to get in my workouts, I have to get in my meals throughout my workday. Um, and for me, that's where it goes back to really setting that intention for myself is, is that this is my lifestyle, this is the change that I've made, and it goes back to really taking control. I'm taking control of my life. Um, and, you know, when I'm in control, this is the one thing that I um, am in control of. So while there's things that are happening in life that is out of our control, this is the one thing that I can control. So um, what I'll do is I'll set for myself um, the goal of making sure that I'm either getting to the gym before I go to work 
or directly after I leave work. And for a long time, I would hit the gym after work. Um, and I would be able to do that because I planned and prepped. I always pack my gym clothes, everything that I need in my gym bag. I take it with me to work so that when I leave work, I head straight to the gym. There's no going home. There's no sitting on the couch. I am straight going to the gym um, so that I can get there, get in about an hour to an hour and 30-minute workout, and then I'll go home. Um, and that's something that I really built as a routine for myself. But um, just within the last year, I got a dog. So now okay. I'm working full time. I have a dog, and it's crazy. <laughs> and so there's now I have to readjust that, and that's just it. You readjust. Um, there is no excuse. I have to do what I set out to do for myself. Um, I'm still going to hit the gym. I'm still going to get in my workouts. I'm still going to eat the foods that I need to eat because something that I was just recently talking about in one of my chit-chats on my page is being stronger than your excuse. There's so many excuses that we could put in to our life of why I can't eat healthy, why I can't get to the gym. And if I am giving into those excuses day in and day out, of course I'm not going to see what I want to see for myself. It's really setting that intention for yourself. Do you really want this? And if you really want it, how bad do you really want this? I know for myself, I always, um, if I get a new journal, I'll write a little statement at the front of my journal for my why. This is, the, this is why I'm doing this so that I can always go back to that so that I can remind myself why I'm started and why I need to keep doing what I'm doing. Wow. That's a lot of, again, powerful nuggets in there. <laughs> that's a that's lot of the really, truth, really, you know? really, really powerful, powerful nuggets in there. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, let's talk about, I like what you said about you are stronger than your excuses. You are stronger than your excuses. So that's really, really good. Now, uh, we're almost at an hour time right now. And you know what? Honestly, I could talk to you. Sounds like for a very long time on this yes, subject because I'm, I'm really, really enjoying everything you're sharing, and I think people are really going to find great value in all the information we've shared so far. Uh, but I want to ask you one more question, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, because I know you're human like everybody else, and you've talked mm -hmm. about excuses. The private days that um, you don't feel like going to the gym for whatever reason, okay? So mm -hmm. how do you... Um, I want to use the phrase, stay motivated, okay, mm -hmm. uh, to keep on going. So with that, you know, we're all human. There are things that happen to us um, in our day-to-day -day lives, especially if you are working full-time, that some days at work, they're just hard, and they really, you know, the day one and you off. <laughs> and when there's days like that, and it's not every single day, um, but I'm sure for anybody out there listening that there's been that one day of where you're just completely just, you're done. Um, and when you have that one day, give yourself grace. It is okay that if you don't get to the gym that one day that you're going to be fine. You're not going to lose all of your progress just because you didn't go to the gym that one day. And I think that that's very important to reflect upon is that, there are going to be days where you set out this beautiful plan for yourself and it doesn't go according to plan. Growth is not linear. It's not something that's straight up and that you keep going. There's bumps, there's hills, 
There's low valleys along the way, and that's okay. It's okay because anything that is worth fighting for is always challenging, and giving yourself grace will really help you to just keep moving forward. Um, and also um, something else that I just that I just always keep in mind for myself is that when you're staying motivated um, to really just, again, think about your why, why are you doing this? I know for myself, my why is to live a long and healthy life, and that was my motivation that has turned into my discipline for myself is I want to be able to run around when I have my kids. I want to be there when they get older. I want to be there for my um, my future husband, who we're getting married this June. So wow, um, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. Yes, we're um we're very excited, um, and there's just so much excitement coming for my life that I want to be there for. Um, so that's something that really just helps me to stay motivated um, within the days of where I'm feeling that I can't keep going. Um, and then just really going back to your why, um, that when there's days at work of where it's like, oh, today was really tough, but you know what? I said I was going to do this. There's no excuse. I'm getting to the gym. There's been days of where I'm in the gym and I'm complaining. I don't want to be here. I hate this, but I'm still there. Um, and there's going to be days in the gym of where they just are terrible. You know, you feel like your lift just was not as good as you thought it was going to be. Um, but, and that's okay. Not every day is going to be this perfect, awesome workout. But then there's days where there's just amazing workouts that you're like, oh, I'm so glad I got there. So there's just really taking it day by day and just never giving up and never giving in. Wow. That was definitely excellent advice. I love what you said about uh, anything worth having is going to be challenging, so it's mm-hmm. okay to give yourself some grace. Right. I don't think I could have said it any better myself. <laughs> that was such a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous insight. I, I, I mean, that was that was awesome. Um, Thank so you. Before we wrap, before we wrap up, Jasmine, give it, give us a sense of. I mean, you mentioned meal prepping, and I know that's like a whole different topic. And I think mm-hmm. that maybe in the future we can bring you back to talk about how to meal prep more specifically. Yes, I would but absolutely love that. But give us an idea that. of. Say it again. I said I would absolutely love that. Oh, okay, cool. We'll make that we'll make <laughs> make that happen then. <laughs> so, so give us a sense of your day to day. You know, what what kind of foods are you eating on a day to day basis? So, on a day to day, I kind of like to look at it as like, how can I incorporate whole foods into what I'm eating every day? So my main protein staples would be chicken, lean ground turkey, lean ground beef, um, and uh, fish, tilapia, salmon. And then I just started incorporating more uh, uh, meatless options where there's um, ultimate vegan burgers um, and things of that nature for my proteins. And as far as for my carbs, what I always like to make sure that I'm including are sweet potatoes, um, rice, and it can be brown rice, jasmine white rice, um, and that's a whole topic within itself between what you should be and taking. Um, and uh, and then um, something else that I've also 
make sure that I keep in there are things that I do like. So I do love bread. That hasn't gone anywhere. But there's so many different options out there where you can be still intaking that. And one of those um, that I like to include is this brand. It's called Day's Killer Breads, and they're just so De- macro-friendly. Um, what is it? De- so Dave's Killer – could you say that Dave, name of that bread once again? Dave's Killer Bread. Okay, cool. Yes, they have English muffins, they have raisin bread, they have, oh, it's just amazing. Um, and uh, then I'll also, for my healthy fats, I like to cook with coconut oil. Um, I like to also make sure that I'm including um, avocados into my diet. And as far as for my veggies, just really making sure that I am aligning it with either sweet peas, corn, um, asparagus, broccoli, and so I'll just take those big bulk, um, excuse me, ideas, and then I'll just create meals from them. So if one week I want to have a meal of where there's ground beef, rice, and broccoli, I'll have that. Um, If there's one meal one week of where I want to have grilled chicken, uh, sweet potatoes, and asparagus, I'll have that. So I kind of just like to have a list of the different proteins, carbs, and fats, and then I'll just, like, pull from that to make meals of it. Um, And as far as for my snacks, what I'll do is I'll also have, like, a list of different items, and then I'll just pull from that to make the snacks. So some of my, like, staple snacks would be um, rice cakes. There's all different flavors of rice cakes. They're very macro-friendly. Premier protein shakes, so they're just already pre-made shakes, um, and again, that's not a meal replacement, it's a snack. Um, I always like to have my meals be whole foods and to coming from those sources, and also including fruit and uh, like berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and uh, incorporating apples and bananas, but the thing with that is, is that if you are including fruits, we can't just say, oh, just eat how many ever fruits you want. Everything that you need to be intaking all goes back to portions. Um, if you're not portioning out your foods, you're still going to be, in a, in a sense, overeating. So while, yes, those are more healthier options, we can still overeat healthier options and still be in the same mess that we were when we were eating, you know, whatever it is that we want to eat. So just make sure that you're keeping that in mind as well. Oh, Wow. That, is a, that was a very detailed response to my question. <laughs> I try to get as detailed as I can. Well, you, de- you definitely did that, Jasmine. Thank you very, very Thank much. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. So, yeah, we're definitely at an hour right now, so um, a lot of great information. So I definitely want to, want you to share with the audience how they can reach you because I – I definitely believe that the content you're sharing on social media is very, very, uh, very, very informative and very. And I like how you make it fun too. I mean, mm-hmm. in your in your video posts, I see you dancing all the time. You know, I <laughs> <laughs> just it just seems like you're having fun while working out and doing your thing, mm-hmm. so, which is really, really helpful to a lot of people. So, how can people reach you uh, if they want to get to know you uh, and follow you on social media? So on social media, I'm on Instagram. My um, Instagram username is Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N underscore Sade, 
S-A-D-E. Um, and you can find me there where I post my workouts. I post my fitness outfits because when you look good, you feel good. So it's just um, I post that. I also post um, different just sit-down chats about different topics that I get from my followers that they want more information about or just different topics that hold us back from getting to where we want to be in life in general. So while my main focus is fitness and health and growing as a person, um, I always like to make sure that I'm including other aspects in life that can help us to become better people. Um, and then I also have a Gmail account that is jasmine.shadefit at gmail.com. So I can be reached okay. in either of those two areas. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being generous with uh, those resources. Well, guys, listen, I can tell you firsthand that you definitely want to go follow Sade. She's the real deal, and I like the fact that uh, she uh, does what she preaches, you know, mm -hmm. and I really like her approach, especially in today's day of where uh, we have so much instant gratification, okay? So mm -hmm. I love how uh, uh, Jasmine explained this is a journey, this lifestyle change. This is not going to happen overnight. Uh, it's okay to give yourself grace because, like she said, anything worth having is going to be a challenge, all right? So, again, Jasmine, thank you so much for your time. I really, really do appreciate it, and uh, I look forward to bringing you back uh, again very, very soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, Jasmine. Well, you have yourself a super fantastic rest of the day. You too. Bye for now. Bye.